What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond Your Faith. Today, I wanted to talk about the story of Bartimaeus and how in that story, Jesus showed us a simple principle that we can apply that can help improve our lives today. So let's get to it. As followers of Christ, we know the reward that awaits us at the end of our lives. The big question is, how do we live our life here on earth as we walk towards eternity? Is it a sin to want to earn more money than what I already have, or should I be grateful for just getting by? Do I stay single like Paul, or do I get married? Am I less righteous for wanting a nice home or a new car? And is God more pleased with me if I'm in shape than if I was unhealthy? These are the questions that I had years ago, and through the scriptures, I found timeless principles that not only answered these simple questions, but unlocked a path to an abundant life that Jesus talked about. My name is James Quilty. Join me as I seek, share, and learn to apply the simple principles hidden in the Bible that teach us how to be successful in this life the way God intended. Welcome to the Beyond Your Faith podcast. All right, everyone, I hope you're excited. I hope you're having an awesome day. I know I am. Why? Because I get to talk to you and I also get to talk to Jesus, my two favorite things, all right? So let's get right into it. So today, I wanted to go over a little story in Mark chapter 10, verse 46 through 52. It's the story of Bartimaeus. And this is what's so amazing about the scriptures is that uh, there's these little stories that uh, hold really important principles, and a lot of times I know when I was a fr- when I was a you know a new Christian, and even even now, I'll read through the stories and I was like, huh, oh that's pretty uh, that that's, that's a pretty cool story, but I look at it through the lens of you know the fairy tales that we used to read when we were uh, kids, really entertaining, but you know not you know not really a. a, a important message or something like that, right? But there's a reason for each and every story in the Bible, you know, no matter how small. And I believe that this is one of them, all right? So um, I'm just going to go ahead and read through it. So starting at verse 46, then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, this is the son of Timachus, I think that's how you say it. You know, do you ever have a problem trying to pronounce all these names? So if I uh, totally butchered it, forgive me, okay? Um, Was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man, hey, cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Now, on face value, when we read through that story, we look at it as a story of, oh, Jesus healed him. Oh, uh, he came to Jesus and he asked him, you know, what he wanted. But there's actually an even deeper meaning underneath all of that. The first uh, thing, which is really important, is he heard about Jesus, which... um, 
which uh, he already knew that uh, Jesus, or he already believed, I should say, that Jesus could heal him, right? Because the, the stories of what Jesus was doing was already starting to make its way through all of the cities. So one, he knew where his healing was going to come from. Number two, when he heard that he was passing by, he started screaming out for, for Jesus, right? And what did everyone uh, start to do? They started to tell him to be quiet. They started pushing him down. And this is the first uh, principle. When something... Um, is uh, when, when, when you have a dream or when you want healing or you have a sickness or there's, there's somebody that you're praying for, right? Uh, whenever you start to seek um, spiritual guidance or healing, there's going to be people that are going to want to push you down. Don't disrupt the status quo. Be quiet. You shouldn't do that. You know, whatever the reason. And what did he do? He was persistent. He got even louder. And especially today in what's going on in the world, we should be even louder speaking the love of Jesus, saying Jesus is the way, Jesus is the way, Jesus is doing this in my life. And even though there's you know certain you know, people on the right and left and whatever political affiliation you may have telling you that, you know, hey, that's you know hate speech or whatever, what do we do? We need to be persistent like Bartimaeus. We need to keep speaking louder and keep, you know, uh, yelling from the rooftops, metaphorically, <laughs> um, that Jesus is the way. Jesus has done this. He's the only way that can turn things around. Does that make sense? So whenever you're going through something, the very first thing that you should do is be persistent, whatever you're pursuing, right? And here's the interesting thing after, um, after that, which um, a lot of people um, happen to miss, right? And this is in, um, let me go back through it, uh, verse 50. Throwing off his or throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Now, why is it in there? Why is that important? Well, what most people don't realize is back then, people who were blind were given special coats because obviously they couldn't um, fend for themselves. You know, they couldn't go out and get a job. They couldn't work the land because they were blind. And so they would give them special uh, cloaks so people would know that they were blind and so they could give them food or they can give them, uh, you know, money or, um, you know, whatever, right? Uh, and so it was back then, it was a way for people to distinguish that, hey, this is not just like somebody that's trying to scam us, right? Does that, does that make sense? So they had this special cloak. But what did uh, Bartimaeus do? He threw it off, meaning he already knew that Jesus was going to heal him. He didn't get up and walk to Jesus. He threw his cloak off knowing that I'm not going to need this anymore. Jesus is going to heal me. So he believed before he even came to Jesus. And that brings me to the uh, the second um the second important principle in this story is that when you are going to the Lord for whatever uh, you know thing that uh, you need or you're requesting, uh, whether it's you know healing or or something else, are you going to him worrying, thinking that ah uh, maybe this might not work, or are you throwing off that cloak again metaphorically and going to him in prayer, knowing that he's going to answer you? And I'm going to be the first one to say, I don't do that a lot. As a matter of fact, I'm always, uh, if, if that was me in the story, I would still have the cloak on going there, hoping that maybe this might be the thing. Does that make sense? Have you ever, have uh, any of you felt that way? Um, and so what Jesus is trying to teach us in here is um, you're, you need to believe in the person that you are going to. Obviously, that's Jesus, right? And so the scriptures promise that Jesus is... Um, 
is going to hear our prayers, right? He promises that he's going to answer um, our prayers. And we need to come to him in faith, throwing off that cloak before we even ask in prayer. And I believe that that's what that story in Bartimaeus is trying to teach us, is that we need to believe before we even ask. And even before that, we need to be persistent, knowing that Everything that we need is going to come from him. And anybody that tries to persuade us or anyone that tries to discourage us um, outside of going to the Lord, we need to be even louder. We need to um, you know, be even more convicted knowing that Jesus is the way. And um, a lot of times if people um, have not been exposed to Jesus or they have may have experienced something that didn't work out for them and so they've turned their back on the church and they've turned their back on, on God, we need to uh, look at it as an opportunity to inspire them because most people won't listen and our kids are the same way. I find this all the time is that um, my children won't listen to my words but they will always model what I'm doing. They will follow my actions. And I notice a lot of times when my words don't line up with my actions, they don't listen. I have to model for them what I want them to ultimately do. So in this story, if you want to have... um, you know, you want to have the Lord to uh, you know answer your prayers. One, you need to um, you need to believe. You need to have faith, and you need to come to it before you even ask Him. But number two, you need to be persistent. And not only is it for you to um, actually um, have the Lord help you in whatever situation you're in. More importantly, it is for others that really don't believe or happen to be watching you. It's for their benefit because they are always going to watch you. And if you're saying that Jesus is the way, if you're saying that um, there is a God and he is the creator of the universe, and yet your actions don't line up with that, there's the problem, right? People are always going to do what you are doing. They're not always going to do what you say. And I know my, um, and I'm going to use myself as an example, I've fallen short. I mean, we all have, right? Um, I, you know, have not been uh, the the best of hus- uh, the best husband. I haven't been the best father. I haven't been the best friend. I've I've made mistakes, right? But when I am, you know, trying to to do my best, you know, like like Paul, you know, talks about uh, when he was praying to the Lord uh, to take out that thorn, and the Lord said, "My grace is sufficient, you know, for you," right? In those times, um, instead of you know thinking like, "Ah, I want to get out of this pain," um, I start to look for stories like this, like in Bartimaeus, like no. I need to be even more persistent. I need to push through this, not for my benefit, but for people that are watching me because people need the Lord. They're looking for the Lord, but what they're really doing is they want to see the fruits in us, right? They don't want to be scammed. They don't want to have this to be one of those things. Does that make any sense? Right, And so when you're going through these stories and when you're reading through the scriptures, look for those principles that Jesus is trying to teach us. Just like in this story, one, be persistent, and two, before you even come to him, believe, have faith, knowing that he has the power to answer your prayers and to continually to be persistent. Just because you prayed it once and it doesn't happen doesn't mean it's not going to happen. We just have to continue to be persistent, not only for our own benefit, obviously to get our prayers answered for whatever we're going through, but number two, for the benefit of those who are around us because they're watching and those and that is the actions that are going to turn people around.
Does that make sense? Well, that's all I have. That was all my heart. I wanted to share with you. I hope you got some value out of this. I appreciate you listening to me. And as always, I'm going to talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found this episode informative, inspiring, and most of all, helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. Until next time, keep searching God's word and applying what you have learned to live an abundant life that honors him.